Millions of people are going hungry across the UK right now. Food banks are doing everything they can, but they need more help. Join Banquet's mission to tackle food poverty and get food banks across the UK what they need. One simple donation can make a huge difference to a family in poverty. To donate now, just go to www.spectator.co.uk forward slash donate. Hello and welcome to the Americano podcast, a series of discussions about American politics and life. My name is Freddie Gray. I'm the deputy editor of The Spectator. I am delighted to be joined here at The Spectator's offices by Tim Young, who is a comedian and the media and culture editor at American Greatness. Tim, welcome to London. First of all, you're a Texan in London. Do you have any publications here, like London Greatness or, or Britain Greatness? Or is that like an American thing? We're like, we're awesome. Our publications are like, we <laughs> kick everyone's butt. We are so full of self-loathing uh, that we struggle. <laughs> we struggle with such things. But maybe that's coming. Maybe we're behind the curve on that. Yeah. I'm not sure. But Tim, I thought I'd start by asking you about the story of the weekend, or at least the social media story of the weekend, for those of us that spend far too much time on our phones, which was Elon Musk doing a Twitter poll in which millions, I think it was 15, 20 million people voted in the end, as to whether Donald Trump should be allowed back onto Twitter. The answer was 52-48. Yes, he should be allowed back, which was very amusing for a lot of Brits because that's the the Brexit ratio, 52% to 48%. And uh, Trump has said he probably won't come back because he loves Truth Social, which is his new media platform. Who who doesn't love Truth Social? It's like like working on a a dot matrix printer of social media. (laughs) Such an oh, it's, it's have you have you tried to use it? I have I've got an account. Yeah, That's I think garbage. compared to the other platforms that have tried to do what Twitter does, I'd say it's the best of the lot tech-wise. Mm, I, I like I'm biased towards Getter. I really oh, like. Have you played with Getter? I had a Getter account briefly, but I stopped using. it. Maybe I should take it back up again. You can upload higher level like videos and and photos and stuff like that to it. It's my replacement for Facebook, really. Okay, that's my big one there. But I can't get into Truth Social. I guess I'm not a good Trump. Uh, Trumpanite or you're whatever. Not, Trump, Trump not. Trump I'm not, yeah. Well, I, didn't, I haven't used it much, and then I always find myself drawn back to Twitter. But, but let's talk about what, I mean, firstly, are you surprised that Trump is not responding to, to Musk's summons? If, if I were him, I'd hold out for money. Because, I mean, he's worth a lot to the platform. Whether or not people love or hate him, people tune in to Twitter to see what he's going to say. And and I think, what does he have, 85 million followers in one day when they started to, to restart the account? So he's obviously got some va- value there. But also him starting to use Twitter again admits that truth stinks and it's awful. And and so he's basically giving up on his own product, which I don't think he had much involvement in anyway. He didn't use Truth Social for a very long time until I think he got called out a lot on that. Yeah, we, well, we had Devin Nunes on here once, who's running it for him. And obviously, you would say this, but he was suggesting that Trump is quite involved in it. But I mean... No. You don't think he is? No. Okay. I, I know people close to the Trump guy. He's not. Okay. They, I think what happened was, and this is this is my take from what people have said, man, am I going to get canceled from American politics. Uh, by the way, it's so strange how loyal people are to Trump and how it really... I don't want to say it's a cult because I think it's insulting. But if you go anywhere against anything on the right in America, you are ostracized immediately. And like right now, I don't care anymore because I'm just so sick of everything that I'm like, what? You got me at a good time. <laughs> I just got off of a plane. I'm jet lagged. I'll say anything at this point. I got COVID. No, but the people that I know who are close to that camp say that he basically just gave his name up to a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so Nunes will never say that. But that's. 
It's pretty obvious. Well, I mean, Musk did say yesterday, I think, that Twitter had one of its all-time high engagements, which presumably was a lot of people who've not been looking at Twitter going, oh, Trump might be on, this might be entertaining. Mm -hmm. So that would speak to your point that he's very valuable. He is. And, and I think Musk is obviously trying to cash in on this. I think Musk is trying to get conservatives back and, and people who lean right back on Twitter. He's only been interacting with people on the right, including myself. Mm. He hasn't really positively interacted with folks on the left in American politics in a very long time. He argues with AOC. Yeah. But again, that's good for business. But You had an interaction with him over the weekend. Yes, or, or, literally or, uh, yesterday. So at some point last night, I, I had made a comment because, of course, CBS News in America said that they were going to suspend their Twitter activity since he was bringing back Donald Trump, which I called out their bias. I mean, obviously, if you're a news organization, why would you want to give up any social media platform anyway? <laughs> and it's not like he's not attacking the platform. I, I would think you'd want to combat misinformation or disinformation if you think that's what's coming from the Donald Trump camp. So I made a comment about that, and then he went on to talk about fake news and, and disinformation in replying to me. Elon did, and I'm going to act like I'm good friends with him. Me and Elon, yeah. we're just tweeting at each other, having yeah. a great time. <laughs> yeah. I'm enjoying very much the whole story of Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter. I think it's, it's fun. It's brilliant. It blows up the pomposity of everything. But I find it quite odd that people think, that people are convinced that he's ruined Twitter. That as a business, it's sunk. I'm not sure that it is necessary. I don't think it is at all. I, and I don't know anything about how the app works and how deep the app has to be to work. I mean, you're just posting, you know, 280 characters or whatever and, and, and sending it out. So I don't think that it's that deep of a program. But it seems like he's monetizing better than anyone else now that he's selling blue checks to whoever wants one for $8. <laughs> I mean, why not? And he's kind of giving a middle finger to mainstream media and, and a lot of the press, right? Because it's there's a tier system and your government officials and, and losers like me that got a blue check somewhere in the middle of everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's saying like, hey, we're all on equal footing here and all it takes is $8 to get there. It's, it's kind of a funny... Well, I'm a loser who's got a blue check as well. I thought we were all going to lose ours, which I was quite excited about. Well, we still have our we still have we our still own have category. It. If you click on it, ours says we didn't have to pay for it, right? You got the oh, one that says I'm notable in government. Oh, that's and gross. It's, it's actually a almost more disgusting status. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we we can hold our noses up a little higher. And those pores down there paid eight dollars. We've earned. Oh, ours I'm going to feel better when I wake up tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> knowing, knowing that I didn't have to pay for mine. Yeah, I think what's going on with with Musk is very fascinating. But you do so. You overall, you do not think he's going to trash Twitter forever no. and other platforms are going to do better as a result. No. I, I think Twitter has kind of carved out its own niche, especially in media, where like when you want your quick comments from people and you want your quotes, and, and especially from po politicians and, and thought leaders and things like that, it's Twitter's the easiest way to get it. Yeah. And there really isn't anything in the ballpark of it yet. Well, let's move on to Donald Trump uh, <laughs> and move away from Twitter. Uh, yeah. You think that there is this ridiculous, you can't say anything about him that isn't praiseworthy without getting shouted at. It is insane. But obviously he announced last week. Mm -hmm. do you boring think, speech. Do you think that you thought the speech was boring? Boring. Oh, my God, boring. You, you see the same stump speech over and over again. And I'm going to, I'll just forget your questions. I'm going to go into this rant. I've, okay, been, waiting go go, I've been waiting to go off. Go for it. Now, uh, the day before the midterm elections, he had a rally to announce that he was going to have an announcement. Yeah. And so these very important elections to the Republican Party, very important elections to him and his future, really, when he's endorsing people. And he, he does pretty well when he endorses people. He's a significant success rate with endorsing people. And he's out giving talks about how the teleprompter went out one time because it was raining and he was able to keep speaking. And I'm like, what is this? What the hell are you doing, dude? But hasn't he always done this? Yes, but like, it, you, I just want, I just want him to show up. Do th you know, the day before this incredible... Basically, a referendum on the Biden administration mm. should have been a total blowout. Wasn't. Mm. 
but he's showing up and giving his normal two-hour yada yada speech. Yeah. And then when you do the announcement, when he had the announcement at Mar-a-Lago, it was a real bad look. They invited all of these conservative influencers, not me, but everybody else. And you're seeing them all line up. There's this image in this video of all of them lining up at the back door to get out early. Yes. They were trying to leave early. There was a large chunk of them. And it's it just the optics have been very bad around all of this. I watched it, and I've watched quite a few Trump speeches. I didn't think it was one of his worst ones. I thought it was... I mean, there's always a boring bit in every Trump speech. Yeah. They all go on too long. But I thought that he was sort of banging out the old classics, you know. ISIS yeah. made a comeback. But you've seen you've seen more than most people. I've yeah, seen I've, more yeah, than most people. Unhealthy interest in it, yeah. yeah, yeah and, and, like, it's like, this can end. Like, yeah. this is fine. And I'm sure people are still into it. You know what I would have loved to have seen at Mar-a-Lago? He comes out, 90 seconds. He comes out, he goes... Everything sucks right now. We're going to make America great again, again. I'm running for office. The end. Mic drop, walk off. Yeah. That would have had more buzz. That would have been, yeah. you know, maybe some fireworks. I don't even know. You get some WWE fireworks in the background and we just go full on. I think yeah, I see you coming as a presidential advisor, advisor to the presidential campaign. I'd be a great advisor, but I, does he listen to anyone? No, I think I think really the role of an advisor in the Trump campaign is to be like, good job, sir. That was very funny. Yes, excellent Please. jokes. Excellent jokes. <laughs> that awful joke. The one that got me, and I'm like, who's writing this stuff? Number one, DeSanctimonious. I mean, who came up with it? This is like D-level. Because I'm a child, I quite like that. You liked that yeah, one? Yeah, just because it's so stupid. So silly. The Youngkin joke, too, that was awful. So Glenn Youngkin said he's running for office, mm. and one of his uh, his truths was Young Kin sounds like a Chinese name. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, come on, who is, who's writing this? So, Tim, overall, do you think he's got a... Sh- well, he's obviously got a shot at it. Yeah. Do you think he's rightly the strong favourite, or do you think De Sanctimonious <laughs> is going to uh, <laughs> challenge him? He's obviously going to challenge him. I think we're going to see another spread like we did in 2016. I think we're going to see 15 candidates get up. There's going to be a couple of clowns and a couple of solid ones. And we may see somebody else come up and be a front runner. I know Ted Cruz definitely just toured the country. Yeah. And you don't do that unless you're, you know, he went and supported candidates. But you don't do that unless you're taking a crack at running for president again. Do you think Ted Cruz would have, if he got his campaign together, would have a shot? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to finish that question. No, no. I think he'd be a great uh, jurist, so he'd be good on the Supreme Court. I think he, he's a, a great senator. But uh, and the thing is, I, I like him personally, so like he's he's my guy there in Texas. Well, if you take out DeSantis, the rest of the field, or the likely field. Yeah. I mean, Pence looks like he's determined to run. Uh, he doesn't yeah. have a chance, does he? No. God no. no. God no. Pompeo seems to have a, a campaign organized. Yeah. He's lost a lot of weight. He's looking good. He's, but, but good my theory him. is people that lose dramatic amounts of weight don't win elections. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't. Nobody wants to vote for someone. That, you look weird, right? You're so used to seeing yeah. the guy, and then he's, he's healthy, and now he looks like... Yeah, America yeah. in particular. Look, I work for a, a, a publication called American Greatness. We're all about bold, yeah. eating tons of food, yeah. being drunk all the time. It's not American thinness. No, it's not American thinness. It's American <laughs> greatness. And then, obviously, other names are batted about. You know, Tucker Carlson. No uh, way. He's he makes too much money. He's not. He's not. He's leaving. not into it. He's not leaving Fox. He's probably not allowed in his contract. Liz Cheney's another one who's going to jump in because you know we're going to find those weapons of mass destruction that her dad couldn't find. Yes, there was a good poll actually that showed that she would win Trump an election because she'd peel off enough Democrats who like the sound of what she's saying. But I don't see how that quite works. It doesn't really stack. I up. think she'd help Trump win if she ran as a as an independent. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to bet, you're going to bet on Trump winning the nomination. We're going to know within three states 
three primary elections, whether or not Trump makes it. Iowa, New Hampshire. South Carolina, I believe, is the third one. Yeah. We're going to know within those first three states if Trump can make it. Okay. And I think one debate. I'd like to see one debate because I don't think that the old Trump debates are going to hold up anymore. Right. We've all seen the act. Yeah. It's a very entertaining act. I love it. Yeah. It's a great act. Best act I've ever seen. <laughs> but, you know, it's not going to hold up when you when you have candidates out now if they're not all screaming over each other. Yes. But if you have a DeSantis who stays calm and, and turns and says, hey, listen, the jokes are real fun, but America's in bad shape right now. I think that kills the whole thing. Yes. And, well, we had Jacob Holbrunner here in the office last week, and he was saying, you know, you could hurt Trump to the right of him on covid and on the wall, you can say you didn't get the wall built and Trump will insist he did and that will make him sound ridiculous. And then you can say vaccine mandates were your responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. Do you think that will be I think vaccine mandates are where you start to shake his very, very strong base. They, they don't have an answer to that. Yeah. I mean, even in the middle of all of this, when he came up with the line to Sanctimonious, I saw the like far loyalists. And again, I like the guy. So when I say this, I can't wait to get beat up. Uh, but the, the loyalists are like, the media is trying to divide us. And I'm like, no, they're not. Trump made a joke about DeSantis. That's not, this isn't like, stop making excuses. Yes. He's making the joke. You can't spin it anywhere else. So I think they're having real trouble spinning away the COVID vaccine and the vaccine mandates. But I do think the Trump movement and kind of MAGA voters have a very strong instinct for things that are establishment. Yes. And they can see that DeSantis... He is very much a Republican machine animal. And so when Trump calls him a rhino, Republican in name only, that is, on, on the face of it, an absurd accusation. But also it will speak to a lot of Trump voters because they can sense it, right? But I, I also think that Trump voters and voters in general are much more informed. And God, I hope I'm right with this, that they're much more informed than they've been before. And they're paying attention and they actually are reading more and they're digging more into policy and things. Yes. And they're getting away more from conspiratorial things and the, the Alex Joneses of the world and actually paying attention to what's happening. And I don't think that Rhino statement lands as hard as it would have maybe four years ago. Yeah. What about American greatness? Because, I mean, they pretty were into the Trump project for a long time. Yeah. Are, they, are you guys, what would you guys do? do will you endorse? Oh, I can't speak for my editors. I'm just, I'm just hired help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just over there. Just, I can't say. But you're allowed to dissent. We're yes, yeah. yes, and we're allowed to say whatever we want. I mean, that's the whole thing. That's right. right. And, and so great. Yeah. yeah, and look, it's much easier for me to not have to worry about uh, weighing in too heavily on on elections and who is the nominee early on because I get to make fun of the media for a living. <laughs> Well, uh, Tim, we will end it there. But thank you very much for coming in and um, have a lovely time, Britain. And uh, it's a very quick visit, isn't it? You're flying back tomorrow. Literally 24. I think I'm I'm spending more time on planes than I am here on the ground. We, you're doing a comedy show tonight. Yes. Are a lot of your jokes about America? I think we're going to do a little bit about America. I think we're going to do a little bit about how stupid I am with your own politics here, like my interpretation of that. Right. But I know, I mean, we've got Thanksgiving coming up this week, and I think that's a fake holiday, and I'm, I'm very excited to yes. slam that. You know, the pilgrims, who, by the way, are not, not your brightest and best that you sent over there. That You sent over all the conspiracy <laughs> we, theorists we of your own. They're like, we don't like the church over here. They're like, we, you know, you got people like, hey, I believe in space aliens. Yeah, get on the boat. Go over. <laughs> go over. In the middle of them destroying all of the Native American land over there. See, I sound like a liberal when I say this. They're in the middle of destroying yeah. all their Native American land. They're like, oh, let's let's take a break and have turkey dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's a real believable holiday. You're sounding like you hate America. I love America. <laughs> it's greatness. Thank you very much, Tim. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for listening to that episode of Americano. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. And if you really enjoyed it, please leave us a star rating, preferably five stars, and a review. Thank you.